Anyway, okay, let's record this episode okay. about Gambit taking his dick out <laughs> and like waving it around at Magneto. <laughs> kind of, yeah, that is what it is. I thought you were going to say at Lorna, and I was like, honestly, that's not what's happening. But then you finished the sentence with at Magneto, and I was like, yeah, that's true. I didn't want to say Lorna because she's like 15 in this, and I don't want him waving his dick in her face. Okay, but even Gambit is like, uh, you are 15. Or no, I mean Gambit to Lorna is like, uh-oh, she's getting way too into me. How do I get rid of this? <laughs> like, that scene where she kisses him is so funny because he's just standing there not engaging like it's like that thing where like if someone kisses you and not interested you're just literally standing there and you're like uh i don't know this just sounds like high school to me (laughs) at this point no you're not wrong you're not wrong because i feel like gambit's like experienced at taking people that are interested in him and being like yeah this is fun but like i gotta go I mean, that is a good read on the entire episode. I just don't think he's ever actually truly interested in Lorna. I think he's just messing with her the whole time, which is sad. Well, I think he's messing with everybody in this. I agree. Except for Wanda, who's like ready to kill okay. him at all costs. Well, but that's that's because he like meets Wanda and he's like, hey, Cher, you're really hot. And she's like, I already can see through absolutely everything you're doing. He's like, okay, cool. Never mind. Forget I said anything. <laughs> He's like, that's not going to work, and that's fine. So, <laughs> and check. <laughs> anyway, I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan, and this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men ever, and sometimes we intro this like normal people, and sometimes we just like go bonkers, which is what's happening now. Yeah, sometimes we just start talking about the episode because we're excited. We are watching Wolverine and the X-Men. We're closing in on the finish line, and just randomly we get a gambit episode in here i really don't know why but i enjoyed the heck out of it back when we were young we experienced a change we felt a power grow in us both wonderful and strange the power to care about the x-men and the mutant brotherhood all of their adventures this episode may have been scheduled to be earlier in the season for sure because it's suddenly going (laughs) back on stuff that like we had already established was over can't tell what the deal is there (laughs) i mean we can get into it but but doesn't it feel like it's it's a little bit off though did you think that too as you were watching it because i know i i sent you some dms while i was watching it being like this feels a little bit off Yeah, no i i felt the same way but heck if i know where i would put it it just it kind of feels like the show speeds up and slows down its sentinel plot according to whatever it feels like doing episode to episode and that's part of what makes it so weird to watch there's like so much weird shit happening in this but i feel like maybe it was just disconnected in terms of the writing board at that time yeah like maybe it was like a another team was writing this as sort of a one-shot episode and then exactly yeah i don't know i don't know (laughs) 
it's not a bad episode. No, it's great. Don't get me I wrong. It. I enjoy it. Like, Gambit's here. I would love it if all of them were like this. I mean, I say that about a lot of the episodes that aren't about Wolverine's feelings. <laughs> I just keep saying over and over. I would love it if all the episodes were like this. You know what's so funny is that the thing we admire and hate about Logan is that we're like, finally, a super masculine character who's very open about his emotions. And, like, <laughs> and then anytime we have to actually watch him sobbing and flailing around, we're like, Please stop. Can you stop well, doing this? Well, it's because he needs to go have a therapy session with Emma Frost. He like, really does. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, except every single time that it comes up, Emma's just like, I don't even want to deal with your bullshit. Goodbye. I'm busy trying to fuck Scott. It's pretty funny that every character feels that way about Logan in this show. I mean, it does kind of affect the show in a funny way where it's like almost everyone is done with Logan's bullshit, but he is the leader for some reason. Like (laughs) Xavier keeps saying over and over that it has to be Logan, even though at this point, like Scott's kind of got in the shit together. Storm's just in the background. I don't know why she's not in charge. Anyway, we were in Wolverine Origins hell mode. We didn't have any choice. You know what? I think a lot about Wolverine and the X-Men, the comic book that came out after this, oh boy. it wasn't connected to the TV show. It was just Wolverine and the X-Men during the Utopia area. Oh, that was just the title of the, the comic? Yeah, in which he was the leader of the X-Mansion. But really, it was Kitty, because he appointed Kitty as like his other half. and mm, then Which meant she did, did all the, the work. <laughs> right, and he was doing the same shit that he was doing on this show. Yep. But I think it worked better in the comic book because they had Kitty there. Yeah. And they were like, all right, Logan, you're in charge with Kitty. Okay, Kitty, you're really in charge, but don't tell him that. It's kind of like <laughs> what that was yeah. all about. I mean, I feel like they can't do that on this show because Kitty's still like 18 years old tops. And so she, no one's well, really going to listen energy. to her, but they do have the same energy. Because it is like that whole episode where they're infiltrating the Sentinel factory and Kitty's like, why are we not just destroying this place and Logan's like no this is a recon mission and Kitty's like no we need to bust this place and they don't and instead Logan and Forge get captured and Kitty's like Jesus Christ (laughs) yeah it's yeah so good it's it's very good anyway enough about Logan he's not in this episode so who cares do we even okay I'm gonna do a very brief previous on the X-Men because according to this show we had to watch like three full minutes I know it was so long and I was like It's so much. All you need to know is that Senator Kelly and Magneto had a deal where Senator Kelly was transporting the mutants that they captured over to Genosha, except for the super powerful ones, which Magneto discovered, and then he got a little bitch fit about it. And now Senator Kelly and Magneto are still playing chess against each other. And the last time we saw Gambit... Was ages ago. He was like... (laughs) Weeks and weeks ago. He was stealing an anti-mutant collar for Sybil Zane, which honestly, I thought the collar was going to come back based on the previously on it doesn't you don't need to think about the collar Do you anymore like how that we had this whole point about the collar and logan's like we gotta make more of those and yeah we're like, it never came and then up it doesn't again. come back even the future sentinels don't have access to that technology like what happened to the collar <laughs> don't worry about it that episode did not need to be there at all unfortunately yeah like, but it was I really, so much like fun. i feel like i need to go back in time and be like that might be a skip it is well, fun, there's though. a lot of episodes on this tv show that do not need to be there. And some of them we enjoyed and some of them we don't. Yep. That one at least is enjoyable. I mean, so my sister Mink made this spreadsheet that's in the, the Mutant Ages Discord that people can check out where she was marking which episodes were skip and which were I think it watch. got pinned to the top of the The general discussion, yeah. So we actually don't recommend that people skip that many episodes, which I think is kind of confusing because overall we haven't really super dug the show. And we can get into that when we're reviewing the full show 
But I feel like part of the issue is that the show is very inconsistent. So even if a sh- an episode is individually good, they don't all work together as like a full story. Do you know what no. I'm saying? And like this episode is, is another great example of that where I'm like, this is a fun episode. I'm probably going to end up giving it a five. But it doesn't really work with the rest of the show. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like it just yeah, that's like it's this show though. Is yeah, like that it's like every episode. episode has a different tone. The stakes are different. The MRD is varying levels of power per episode. It's not really explained why or what the stakes are there. Like, are we about to be on the brink of apocalypse? Because last episode we were told it was happening in eight days at seven thirty-two p.m. But in this episode, <laughs> we're just kind of fucking around, like. What do you know what I mean? Like it's really emotionally a roller coaster to have that happen. I don't know if it's an emotional roller coaster, but it's certainly a roller coaster of plot points that don't yeah. really make sense. So exactly after our flashbacks, we go to Senator Kelly, who's still throwing a little bitch fit that Magneto is closing the borders to Genosha. Yes. And Kelly thinks that Magneto is going to make a move. Now, this is interesting because he's closing the borders to Genosha even to other mutants, so Mm -hmm. we don't really know what's going on. Right. And so Senator Kelly is like, all right. He's talking to Trask, by the way, and Trask is just kind of like, who cares? Trask's energy on this show is very funny to me, by the way. It's very different from previous Trask on X-Men Evolution, who was like, I want mutants to die. And we're like, whoa. And also had like this intense nervous energy constantly where he was like always freaking out this trask is like jaded and like very funny and just like i don't give a shit about what's happening at all it kind of like nerdy and falling down sometimes like that's his deal yeah but like in a very like disaffected way i don't know and he's also older and he's like got a beard and he's just like you know what i'm sick of everything that's why i'm making sentinels Kill them all, I say, but like in a chill way. Yeah. Anyway, Trask is boredly like, yeah, what do you think Magneto's doing? And Kelly's like, he's closing ranks, which means he's about to make his move and try to fucking kill us. So we got to kill him first and get all the Sentinels ready. And Trask is like, okay. I thought the Sentinels were shut down. Me or too. Or like at least blown up. That's what I was really confused by in this episode off the top. I was like, the last time we saw these two together... Trask was like freaking out to the extent that Trask ever does freak out because he was like, okay, so Master Mold was in charge of all the security and now Master Mold is broken. So I don't know what's going on now. And Kelly was really mad at him. Yeah. That was the last time we saw these two. And this time around, Kelly's like, when are the Sentinels going to be ready? And Trask is like, couple weeks. Like, what? (laughs) Like, I'm just (laughs) like wait, what's happening? I guess they just had the ability to build more of them and it wasn't formally shut down so then why did it matter that Zave that uh wolverine destroyed master mold then okay i'm just gonna go ahead and spoil the end of this in which kelly does shut it down and i was like wait but i thought it was already shut down Me why too? did we do another episode of us <laughs> shutting it down i don't understand it's like actually pretty crazy because the whole turnaround of this episode is going to be senator kelly being like maybe i was wrong and i was like i don't know dude but that doesn't make any sense and it doesn't because senator kelly like was so evil on this show and it's like it just doesn't okay and also like sorry that we're skipping to the end of the episode but 
at the end of the episode, Xavier just like shows Senator Kelly this vision of how bad the future is going to be. And I'm like, Xavier could be lying. Like Xavier can make visions in people's heads constantly. That was my So thought. literally, why does Senator Kelly believe this? Senator Kelly is like somebody who's like, mutants are bad. He would be the first person to think that Xavier's fucking with him. Of course. Now, it just so happens that Xavier's not lying. But who's to say that he wouldn't be? Because he would do that. So like Honestly what probably happened Is that Xavier showed him this vision And also deleted his hate for mutants Out of his brains while he was in there Oh you know what that actually makes a lot more sense I'm actually (laughs) going to say that that's what happens Because otherwise this episode is so confusing (laughs) Xavier's like I'm just gonna delete the anger From your head right now And just call it a day Which is probably going to cause other issues For him in his life Like he's gonna like forget It causes the apocalypse to happen in a different way Sentinels are gone, but I don't know. Now we got Rachel Gould. No, that's fucking Batman. <laughs> Just say El Salvador. <laughs> El Salvador. Yeah, now we got El Salvador sh- showing up out of the, out of the Lazarus Pit. Wait, whoopsie Daisy. I'm talking about the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like fucking like Raw from Stargate. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, so that's the Senator Kelly and Trask scene is that suddenly they're now capable of building Sentinels again in two weeks, except don't worry about that for now. Oh my god. I'm kind of making the episode sound worse than it is. It is really fun if you ignore everything else that we've watched up to this point. Well, you gotta get past this piece, because then Gambit shows up, and Gambit is, I mean, Gambit's a babe. Who doesn't want to watch an episode with Gambit? Who is not horny for Gambit? Gambit walks in, he's like, Hey, I know you're all horny for Gambit. Okay, I'm just thinking <laughs> about like that. his first line, Wait, honestly. On. That <laughs> 90s comic, Extra 92, where like Gambit leaves that note on somebody's bed. He's like, it, not you, it Gambit. It Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh my God. I've, we retweeted that from the Mutant Agents account because it's the funniest. It's the funniest breakup note of all time every single person gambit breaks up with he leaves the same note it not you it gambit like he (laughs) he just leaves that over and over and you know what it's always true it is always gambit it's not you so but before we get to watch gambit be his sexy sexy self we do actually have a quick wolverine and xavier scene we have a we have an astral plane phone call i forgot about this So this actually, this opening's really funny because Logan is like, why the fuck are you calling me? Because I've only got eight days until the apocalypse. And Xavier's like, I actually discovered something else, which is that Gambit's going to get involved and we need to worry about that. No, he doesn't even say that. He just You're says- right. But he says Magneto's helmet is going to be stolen. Yeah, and Logan goes, are you fucking shitting me right now? <laughs> Logan is like, who cares like literally <laughs> who cares that Magneto's helmet gets stolen and Xavier's like well I know it doesn't make sense he literally says those lines by the way he literally he says I know it doesn't make sense well, it doesn't but- make sense because Lorna has it in the future she's wearing it I know and he's like but what from what I can gather it's taken by a mutant spy working for Senator Kelly and Logan just goes how could that possibly start a war and I did take a beat here and be like I could kind of see how Magneto would overreact to this like I could kind of see that but I'm also like eh 
No. I don't know. It doesn't work because, okay, spoilers, <laughs> the helmet does not actually get stolen at the end of this. I know, but is that because Kurt prevents it? Kurt and Logan prevent it from happening? Is that why? I don't think so, because in that flashback when we're in the future and Xavier goes into Lorna's brain, we see Magneto take the helmet off his head and put it on Lorna's head before he drops her into a pit. I know, so then this is already a retcon then. Also, does it fucking matter if his helmet gets stolen or not? Because Magneto... Magneto can just make another one. It's metal. It is metal. And it's also like, who cares? Because his if his helmet is stolen, he could be attacked by mutants. But it doesn't really affect the Sentinels at all. Like, either way. Yeah, I also I also refuse to believe that Magneto has one helmet ever. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely don't believe that. He has 16 helmets for different occasions. Like, he, I mean, yeah, he does. Like, on. in the comic books, he has, like, different ones that have, like, a different... like Yeah, it's different slightly, colors that go with his different sexy outfits. The little piece that's in the center, sometimes there, sometimes it's larger, sometimes it's smaller. It changes all the time. Yeah, because he's got different different helmets because he's got a different vibe for every day. Anyway, so the, the helmet does not get stolen in it's this episode. It's fucking stupid. I don't know where Xavier got this information, like, because he downloaded it off of the Master Mole database, who apparently somehow had that information i don't know how well maybe she had a detailed report of it being attempted stolen and xavier just is reading it and he's like oh maybe this will help logan and it's like it doesn't uh, well that's true <laughs> it's entirely possible that gambit got back to senator whatever, kelly and, like, and trash yeah, senator and kelly like wrote it into his live journal be like i tried to get magnus helmet but now i got this other thing and blew up their base <laughs> this is an insane episode this episode <laughs> i'm like very sorry that we have or whatever we are doing today okay i had covid for two weeks and i couldn't talk at all because it like destroyed my throat and now ryan is like exploding with talking and just saying raz al ghul i'm just I'm like, like I-, I haven't talked in two weeks raz here we haven't gotten to the opening credits we're gonna get there okay okay so the end of this is logan sighing and being like why the fuck do i have to care about any of this and then we get a smash cut to gambit whistling no 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 logan goes what man would be stupid enough to go after magneto and gambit's like it gambit it gambit (laughs) it gambit okay i also now that we're at gambit i want to give a shout out to phil lamar my favorite voice actor of all time he (laughs) no this is this is serious this is serious he did a way better job on the Cajun accent this time. Did you notice that? I was like in between doing the sort of Jamaican flavored version of Gambit that I was like making fun of him gently for sounding a lot like Hermes in the last episode that we did, Thieves Gambit with Gambit in it. And this one, Aces and Eights, he sounds incredible in this episode. Every line, I was like, Phil, you are nailing it. Like, for real. Oh, he's good. He did great. Although I kind of like his, like, little Jamaican gambit, though. I agree. I thought it was very fun in Thieves Gambit, but in this episode, a lot of the Jamaican has been sanded off, and he really sounds like Gambit. And now I'm like, cast Phil Lamar's Gambit. He, is he too old for the part? Yes. Do I care? No. Get him in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's killing All right, it. well, we, we get the opening credits, and then when we come yep. back, Gambit just, like... Pulls up in a boat. I love every single thing that happens from this point you know, on. I really love actually it. don't understand how this works because me either. Magneto don't care. Has, <laughs> Magneto has shut the borders to Genosha, but apparently has no security checking the actual perimeter of the island. Literally, Gambit rides a fucking motorboat up to the island, and no one stops. And then, him. like, walks up to Magneto's castle. Okay, to be fair. He is about to be stopped. To be fair, he is about to be stopped. However, it's hilarious that the motorboat fucking pulls well, up. I mean, it's Wanda. And Wanda walks out with um, Senyaka and Seamus. And she's like, 
who the fuck are you? Also, Polaris, <laughs> Polaris, by the way, is watching from her little Romeo and Juliet balcony. And she's like, oh, there's a hot guy yeah. walking towards the castle. But I also, love like, this. What we discover in this episode is that Lorna has not seen a lot of men or women because nope. like, Magneto's like, you just stay up here, Rapunzel. All yep, right. That's right. She's pretty much only seeing like her sister and her dad all day. So she is horny and tragic. And you know what? This is a terrible way to te- treat a, a 15-year-old girl. So it is, and it who is, could uh, blame her for like seeing sexy 19-year-old Gambit walking up and being like, hey, share? Like, come on. Totally. And we're also at this point where Lorna in the past couple episodes has been sort of questioning what Magneto's doing. So this is kind of yes. a build She up is to going through her teen girl rebellion of like, I want to get out of here. I felt for her so much in this episode. Her arc is heartbreaking. It's really good. She has a line later on in this where she says, she's like, oh, I was born on this island. I'm like, there's no way Genosha's been here for like 16 years. I know. It makes no fucking sense. This is the same as Bishop all over again saying he was born in the concentration camp. It's like, just don't even think about it. You know, like literally (laughs) just don't even think about it because it makes no sense. Yeah, because like Bishop's like, yeah, I was born in the concentration camp 10 years ago. I'm like 35. It's (laughs) like, like, what? And she was born in Genosha three years ago and she's 15 years old. So yeah, sure. Don't worry about it. Truly, I don't know. Anyway, so Wanda is over there. And Wanda walks out. This is so funny. Gambit's like, allow me to introduce myself, Mazumi. I'm And Wanda's like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing on this island? And Gambit's like. It. And he's like, aside from being blinded by your dazzling beauty, I seek an audience with the king of Genosha. And she's like, once again, I need you to shut your fucking trap. She's just like, nope bitch and you're trespassing like she's like you're trespassing so we shoot on sight here bitch and she turns on her <laughs> heel and walks away and Gambit is just like okay i get it <laughs> there's like a whole little fight now where shamus shamus and i said samus attacks Gambit. <laughs> yeah, if only samus were here yeah and samus does like a screwball attack into gambit but it doesn't work yeah if samus were here she would beat gambit but unfortunately it's shamus <laughs> I do think that Samus would win that. I agree. Um, So there is, by the way, this important scene setting moment here, which I noticed at the outset of the scene, there's a um, fountain with floating pieces of metal. And I was like, is Magneto seriously just making this metal float all fucking day? And it turns out I was right to think that because he is like that is what is revealed later i was like how the fuck's that metal floating on that fountain because it's it's magneto it's like we don't need to showcase our powers but i'm gonna make shit fly around all day because i think it's funny yeah it's gonna come back so there's this floating metal fountain in the background of this fight so we see gambit charging up his staff and charging up his cards it's actually a really fun fight scene to watch by the way i mean it's fun to see gambit fight and use his powers yeah it always works in a really interesting fun way and also he's always smirking before he attacks people and like being all sexy and being like hey i got cards i know like it's like they're attacking him he's like well i tried being a gentleman <laughs> and then we're like did you though because you just showed up here unannounced yeah, you like definitely <laughs> trespassed and like whistled your way up to the the land of oz yeah. and like and he's like well i tried being nice and it's like mm, i guess you kind of did he I, but he does wield his staff like it's a lightsaber because he's charging it and it's like i had a dream last night where like i had a lightsaber i don't know why that sounds amazing i thought you were gonna say you had a dream that gambit was there and i was like "Ooh." no it was not amazing because i was like sitting at like a table at a restaurant and i was like "Ooh, i have a lightsaber and pulled it out and my friend was like you can't have that out right now i was like oh that was it that was the extent of the lightsaber <laughs> wow that's a pretty boring dream yeah sometimes it's like that anywho <laughs> gambit knocks senyaka and seamus into the fountain comedically and then he like 
charges the water to fucking kill them? I was like, he has the ability to charge water? I was like, I'm down. Blown away by that. And Seamus and Sinyaka look fucking terrified because the water's about to explode. But then somehow it doesn't for some reason because Gambit gets attacked by the floating metal at the top of the fountain because Magneto <laughs> fucking shows up and he's like, hey. Oh. <laughs> No, no. Magneto shows up and he goes, I don't like people flaunting their powers here it's as he's so doing it. It's so funny that he says He's that. like, nobody flaunts their powers on this island except me, Magneto. He's such a queen. He walks out. He's like, hey, nobody flaunts their powers but me, the queen of Genosha. <laughs> It's like, oh my God. And Gambit actually has a comeback here where he's like, my apologies, monsieur, but they did start it. And I'm like, Gambit, (laughs) they didn't. You trespassed on an island that closed their borders and they Uh, attacked you, which is legal. (laughs) So like, what is happening? And then Magneto very dramatically is like, the next words you utter better be a very good explanation as to why you are here. This is very clever what Gambit does, by the way. Everything he does in this episode is clever as fuck. Well, this is Gambit, and he's just the only smart X-Men character. Like, it's him and Storm. Him, Storm, and Kitty Pride are, like, fucking brilliant. They really are. You can't fuck with any of them. So, I loved this. So, what? here's what he says. He says, all cards on the table. I like that. You familiar with Senator Kelly, yes? And then there's just silence, and he goes... And Maggie's like, no, I haven't heard of him. And then Gambit <laughs> says, well, he's paid me quite well to steal your helmet. He just immediately is like, this is why I'm here. Because he is establishing trust with them by being like, this is why I came here. And Wanda's like, "Uh, why the fuck would anybody want to steal Magneto's helmet? Also, he has like 16 helmets in the back. If Gambit's like, to prove that without his helmet, Senator Kelly could spank his bare ass. (laughs) And he's like, also to prove that Magneto is not untouchable. Robbing a king of his crown would be humiliating. Yeah, that's why he can spank his bare ass. And Yeah, exactly. Know. He wants to spank his bare ass. And Magneto's like, so is that what you intend to do? And Gambit's like, if I had wanted your helmet, you simply would have woken up without it. And Wanda's like, then what the fuck are you doing here? Like, get <laughs> yeah. to the point. And Gambit is like, I'm simply requesting sanctuary in your remarkable city. And Magneto's like, okay, I'll consider it. And Wanda's like, why? (laughs) Which is so funny. Wanda's hilarious in this whole episode because she's just like screaming, why is this happening in the background of everyone else? I know. Being like, I don't know, Gambit's pretty sexy. And Wanda's like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, that's just Wanda's like, listen, I'm only attracted to like robots and men that are possessed by robots. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And a really hot blue guy who keeps showing up because we get some more Wanda and Kurt stuff in this app, which is very cute. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's true. How could you not like Kurt as oh, well? Oh god. Kurt can do so many things. He's so flexible in the bedroom. He is also so cute in this episode. He is adorable in this. Anyway, we'll get to it. Dan Crowler's always been charming. Um, I know. Anyway, he's great. Magneto restricts Gambit <laughs> to the guest like, quarters. Well, I love locking people up in Rapunzel Towers and I've got a spare one. Right. I have at least 19. Yeah. This is the third jail, by the way. It just looks like a uh, There's so quarters. many jails. There's so many and jails. And then Carl's like, I don't know how I feel about this one either. And I think, so then Gambit is like, <laughs> Gambit's like, it would be a pleasure and honor. Send me up at least two girls and three boys to fuck, please. <laughs> and Magneto's like, sure. Yeah, he's like, I'll consider it. <laughs> and Wanda is again screaming, why? In the I know, I know. Gambit puts out his arm like so Wanda could wrap her hand wrap her around, hand around his, it. And she yeah. just ignores him entirely and points at the castle and goes, and she's that, like, way. that way. And she's like, that way. 
It's so funny. But meanwhile, Lauren is like upstairs being like, I am so turned on. I've never seen a boy that looks like an actual person here. So I know. Lorna is like soaking wet, blushing, staring at Gambit. <laughs> now the Blackbird is coming. Yes. Outside of the basketball court, because this is Ugh. something we do know post-X-Men 2000. We see such a long shot of the basketball court. I was yeah. really thinking of you. I was like, Ryan is annoyed by this entire sequence. I was. <laughs> I don't know why. I hate that this is what happened to the X-Men, okay? They came out of a waterfall. That's what they I came know. out of. I agree. And also, they, they still have... Like a huge cliffside next to the X-Mansion in this. Why couldn't they have a waterfall? Okay, X-Men Evolution got it right. They had them go through the waterfall. And that was around the time X-Men 2000 happened. Why are we coming out of the fucking basketball court? I don't know. I blame X-Men Origins Wolverine for this too. I no, know that I doesn't make any X-Men sense. 2000. It happens in the first movie. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just kidding. I like you're, you're just like, I want to blame X-Men Origins Wolverine because that movie's awful. That's yeah. fair. All right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, after all that, um, Logan is standing outside the jet. And Kurt bamps into the room and he's like, I'm ready. And then he looks around. He's like, uh, Logan, is this a date? And you didn't tell me because no one else is here. <laughs> Nobody else is here. Yeah. And Logan is like, this is it. And Kurt is like, only two X-Men to face all of Genosha. And Logan's like, last time I brought a team onto that island, I got spanked thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. And Kurt's <laughs> like, what, you, what happened? And Logan's like, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> really funny so he's like since i have metal bones magneto can easily destroy me so i'm just sending you in alone why is logan just figuring this out now card is just like (laughs) what the fuck like why didn't you tell me what was going on in the mission until i was already boarding on the xj it's like they're going back to genosha where kurt was kept prisoner is like the only person i'm gonna bring is the person that they're actively searching for on the island yeah and the person who has like emotional ties although logan later reveals that and is like well you know why so this will probably be easy for you and Kurt is like it's not going to be at all okay Logan doesn't even know Wanda's name though she's like he's like well you know that girl Vicky right he's like you know Wendy or whatever her the fuck her name is and then Kurt is like rubbing his temples like Jesus Christ Logan is so (laughs) stupid Kurt is like my name is Kurt did you remember that much and Logan is like who we dated once so no the answer is no (laughs) <laughs> anyway, they're going to Genosha. Gambit is yes. back on Genosha, hanging out the He's window. He's at his Rapunzel tower. Looking bored, blowing up pots of plants. Looking sexy as fuck. He's like leaning out of his window, like lying on the windowsill sexually. Yeah. And like throwing a card in a bush to explode it for no reason. I watched this multiple times. Like, is he throwing the card at something? Nope. He's just exploding bushes, like, (laughs) for fun. I love Gambit. I love him so much. He's fucking hilarious. (laughs) So he sees Polaris walking with a little basket, like, Eris in Final Fantasy VII, being like, my roses! And, like, she sees a red rose and she can't reach it because it's really high up on a really tall bush. And Gambit smiles and, like, throws a card at it to, like, cut the rose and it falls right into her hands and she turns to see him in the window and he gives her a little head bow and she creams herself and like runs away because she's so embarrassed yeah, and it's, it's really funny really cute because gambit is like well this is gonna be easy as fuck like this teenager is already obsessed with me because of course she is how can right. you blame her oh i know i mean like we're all like that especially at that age we all had that oh, gambit yeah. phase in our early teens it's like gambit and wolverine absolutely um so then we see magneto standing by himself on this other balcony 
And Wanda walks over to him. There's a lot of balconies here. Yeah, Magneto loves balconies, clearly. Well, I mean, he has he needs somewhere for Lorna to stand and let down her hair, right? Absolutely. And also for himself to stand and let down his hair to Xavier, who's <laughs> lying on the beach. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, for him to just do, like poetry off the, oh, the edge there so it could be melodramatic absolutely. but it's way funnier if it's xavier like sitting there in his wheelchair like at the <laughs> bottom and he's like letting yep. down his hair for xavier although he could just float him up in the wheelchair although xavier can walk half the time so who the fuck knows anyway know. so wanda is going to magneto now wanda's like hey so i googled gambit and he's <laughs> a thief and his name's remy lebeau and like he's done a lot of crimes and magneto's like well, who cares? Because he like confessed that as soon as he got here, so I can trust him. And one is like, why though? <laughs> like she just keeps saying, like, why do we? We are not taking refugees anymore. We stopped taking mutants in. Why did we let this guy in? Who's like a known criminal who specifically is going to fuck us over in some way, and we just can't tell what it is yet. And Magneto's like, well, he could be useful. Plus, he's, like, really cute. I don't know. And Wanda's like, he could be a problem, and you welcomed him into our home. And Magneto just, like, puts his arm around her and, like, kind of leads her back over inside again. And he's like, I can find him to the guest suite. He's not going to get out. And Wanda's like, you didn't lock him in. Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, really funny that Gambit's just in a room with no locks and, like, he's allowed to walk around the castle. Well, he's not allowed to. He just does it anyway because it's Gambit. He's like, "Mm, I'm going to hang out this window and, like, flirt with people, whatever. Yeah, I know. And Magneto's like, we can keep an eye on him. Now, Wanda, if he gets out of hand, he'll be dealt with. And Wanda just goes, ugh, we need to hide our valuables and i was like yeah, yeah you probably do you probably do need to do that <laughs> you probably do because like gambit will take some necklaces and shit while he's there yeah like, and like as she's saying that gambit is walking around the castle and finds magneto's helmet which just fucking sitting there Magneto's <laughs> like his helmet's on his throat he just left it there and i was like yeah okay doesn't give a shit well see that's why it's so stupid because it's like stealing the helmet is obviously really easy yeah so oh my god why i guess so like you don't even need to be gambit to get up to it i mean all you need to do is like seduce Magneto and then walk into his throne room yeah which is apparently weirdly easy to do also does anybody go into his throne room because apparently nobody comes up to this castle it's just kind of seems like gambit tried the direct route and it worked because it's gambit and he was like i bet no one's done this and the whole Magneto family is so socially awkward that they're probably not going to refuse me if I just walk in and directly say I want the helmet. And he's kind of right, yeah. except for Wanda, who's like, why the fuck are we letting this happen? And Magneto and Lorna are like shrugging <laughs> with like hearts in their eyes. Like, he's so pretty. We gotta let him do it. <laughs> I don't know. Gambit's real mutant power is being sexy as fuck fuck i mean i kind of agree based on this episode yeah right charm alone is how he gets by yeah but first we have a commercial break and it's time to get your favorite x-men sky dancer toy except it's warren storm or magneto and you can like twirl them up and they spin around okay how is that not a real toy that feels like it should be a real toy. I feel like they did at some point, but I don't know. You, you've played with an actual Sky Dancer. Yeah. And if your Sky Dancer happens to wind up in that in a fireplace like that one vine in TikTok. <gasps> <laughs> yes. Which is very funny. And it's Warren. It actually has like a heat activated 
costume change so like it changes color and turns into Ooh, archangel so it turns into metal and he becomes archangel and then he flies out and kills you with the fire and like throws a bunch of metal knives at you it's not <laughs> for children awful. although that video is very funny when the girl's it's like so funny it's like really sad but funny at the same time because it's like christmas and she's like here's my new sky flyer and it flies up and it just like floats into the fire and everyone screams it's immediately like... floats into the fire and everyone screams and it just cuts it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> the funniest shit in the world. It's also really funny if you imagine that that's Warren because, like, that's what he would do. It's just, like, self-destruct instantly and be yeah, like... he's like, tell me I'm pretty and flies into a fire. That <laughs> is what Warren would do. <laughs> okay, so anyway. we come back to the show and we see um, the yellow flowers in a vase and then we see the red rose that, that Polaris got from Gambit is in her hair. And she is turning away from the the vase to bump right into Gambit, who is like sexually standing in the doorway or whatever, like, good afternoon, Sherry. (laughs) And Polaris is like, um, uh, you're not supposed to be in here. You're not supposed to leave your room. Uh." (laughs) The voice actress is killing it, by the way. I like this like nervous girl energy that she's bringing to the table. And Gambit just kind of cocks his head at her like, oh, look at the rose in your hair. But he doesn't say anything. It's like one of those great animation moments that they do sometimes where you can like tell what a character's looking at and what they're thinking, but they don't say anything. And um, she kind of like looks away from him like embarrassed. And then Gambit goes, well, as a guest in your house, I felt it was impolite not to introduce myself. And so he bows and takes her hand and kisses it. And he's like, Remy LeBeau. And Polaris is like, uh, um, uh, um, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Yeah, she's like melting in his hands. And she's like, my name's Lorna. I'm, I'm going to be 16 in seven months. And I think that you're really cool. And <laughs> Gambit. No. Gambit yeah. like shushes Laura, her. Lorna's like, um, uh, I, I'm definitely 19. Yeah. yeah. I'm 19. I'm sure about that. Yeah. She's like, I um already got my GED. So it's kind of like I've already graduated high school, but um we don't have high school here. Um, Anyway, I'm going to college, except um my dad don't let me go. And um and Gambit just like shushes her and he's like, listen, my share. <laughs> Life demands bold steps. Take one yeah. and meet me in the garden at twilight tonight. And Lorna's is like, but... I, I've never even kissed anyone before. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but you can tell she is somebody who's never been kissed. This is just making me really want a like X-Men version of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where it's just like all <laughs> these awkward teenagers trying to fuck, and that's it. Yeah, that's really the vibe here. Yeah. Um. So then Gambit blows a kiss to her and walks away. And she's like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is an X-Men show, so the women do have to moan yes. for a really long time. She does, but it felt in character, you know? Well, like, right. She's freaking out. Yeah, it makes sense. She's like, I've never seen a boy before. Mm -hmm. So the Blackbird is hovering outside the island. And I don't really, this is really crazy to me because Logan's like, all right, since we're over here, Magneto won't be able to know we're here. I'm like, they're so close to the island that not only can he he see them, but he can feel them. And if he couldn't feel them, he just needs to look out the fucking window because the Blackbird's just floating there. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's probably invisible. But also, do they have a plastic Blackbird yet? Because I feel like there's no way he can't sense the Blackbird. No matter what. I mean, they did an X-Men Evolution. They had, like, the plastic helicopter for some reason. Yeah, wasn't that... Yeah, maybe they have that now? I don't know. I don't think... I think this just doesn't make any sense. So then Logan's like, okay, if you need help, enlist the help of your girlfriend, Wendy. And Kurt's like, Jesus Christ, it's gone back. (laughs) 
It's Vonda, and we're definitely not dating. And Logan starts wagging his head. He's like, sure, you're not dating. It's like, Logan... Okay, this scene's really fucking funny, though. Like, I do think it's really funny that Logan's <laughs> very invested about who's dating and who isn't, and also he's dating everybody. And it's like, Logan, you are such a drama queen about this shit. It's like, so he's funny, perpetually though. in high school about, like, all of his relationship shit. Yeah, I know. And he's also like, well, if your ex is, then that's basically the same as still dating, right? And Kurt is like, Logan, <laughs> I've explained this to you before. You can't just go on one date with someone and then expect them to be loyal to you for the rest of their life. And Logan is like, this is why it didn't work out. Logan's like, listen, <laughs> I just expect that even though you're my ex, you're going to break through the window and straddle me on the ground and like, fuck me and we roll around. And Kurt's like, nobody else does what you unsable to do. <laughs> anyway. So then Kurt bamps away to the castle and actually he does go see his girlfriend, Wendy. He does do that. Immediately. <laughs> he immediately finds Wanda and she is shocked to see him because I mean, this is the first time they've seen each other since the whole multiple jails incident. It also Mojo verse, the Mojo verse. I know. Yes. Now they're all back reuniting. Yeah. Even Logan is there. Not that Wanda knows that. Luckily she never sees Logan because she'd probably be really annoyed anyway. So uh, Kurt is like, Vonda, I need to speak with you and she's like Kurt and she looks around and luckily nobody's watching them and she's like what are you doing here and Kurt is like I have important information Senator Kelly sent someone to steal your father's helmet and Wanda's like yeah we already know that Gambit got here and he immediately told us that that's exactly what he was gonna do (laughs) and Kurt is like Gambit that's who it is Wanda no he's got you fooled and she's like I fucking know that (laughs) she's like annoyed which I love she's like how do you know about this why the fuck are you here she's like what do the X-Men have a spy yeah and Kurt's like Veal did not and he's like it's complicated if I explained it it wouldn't sound true (laughs) okay at the end of this episode thank god Xavier like reveals it beams his brain into like Magneto's head yes because because Magneto himself is like okay thank god this is getting cleared up why did they not tell Magneto this at the beginning of the I series because know. like as soon as Magneto knows he's like oh okay this makes a lot of sense I don't know why you guys didn't come to me for help that's basically what Magneto yes. says and Xavier's like I don't know <laughs> Xavier's <laughs> like well I really like keeping secrets from you it's like a power thing for me and Magneto's just like this is why we broke up again <laughs> I don't know and then Wanda's like listen Kurt as much as I like seeing you again you must leave and my father knew you were here he'd kill the shit out of you so just please go and so Kurt teleports away yep. then it goes this great scene where yes. Wanda blasts down Gambit's door and Gambit just goes huh I thought I locked that <laughs> so funny and Wanda just goes I know you're up to some bullshit and Gambit is like if your father believed that I would not be here and Wanda's like whatever the fuck you're up to you're gonna get caught and then you're gonna have to worry about me because I'll fucking change your reality so you don't ever exist again and then she like makes his cards disappear in his hand it's amazing and he's like she's like snaps her fingers like listen bitch he looks legit scared if you fuck with me I will make you think that you were born in a circus on a <laughs> another planet and that is what reality will be and it's like jesus what is like so crazy when she's angry she's like listen bitch i can change reality and i don't care what the fuck it does to you mentally it's yeah. like jesus wanda yeah she's like i will punish you in ways you can't even imagine and i'm currently her. brainstorming 16 ways to do it in the 
other room. And then she like storms off. I mean, it's kind of funny because this version of Wanda is the most stable version of Wanda that's ever existed in any version of Wanda ever. I love her though. I really like stable Wanda on this show where she's just like, I'm not taking shit from anyone. I'm going to fucking kill everyone. And then I'm going to date Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) It's really cute. Yeah, right. That sounds about right. So then Kurt goes back to Logan or like, does he call no, him? No, they're on the phone. They're yeah. on the phone together. Wolverine figures out how to use a phone so that he can talk to Kurt. It's either this scene or later where Logan's screaming into the phone and going, Kurt, Kurt, are you there? I was like, oh my God, the phone's not on again, Logan. You're just screaming <laughs> at the phone. I assume that Kurt was the one who called Logan and he figured out how to pick it up because I don't think he knows how to place a call. <laughs> so like Wolverine is answering the phone. He's like, Gambit, huh? That's not good. I, I fucked that guy over a weird situation earlier and like he he was a great lay but really tricky really tricksy guy yeah and kurt is like the first thing he did was confess and now he's a guest in their palace and logan's like he's working an angle that's for sure stick around find out what he's up to and kurt is like well yeah obviously (laughs) like uh, what am i what am i gonna do leave so then we get to see lorna and gambit's tragic date quote unquote where it's twilight in the garden and Lorne is walking around whispering Remy loudly at various corners and like <laughs> waiting for Gambit to show up. She's like, Remy? <laughs> Remy! Remy! <laughs> it's sad. And then Gambit. Oh my God. Once again, she turns around and bumps into Gambit and he like hugs her and is like, you just can't stand out of my arms, can you, my petite? Man, can, do you remember like the days when you were a teenager and you would actually bump into somebody that you're really attracted to and you get so turned on by that? Yeah. Like that's what's the energy that Lorna has. She's like, oh my God, her body's touched. Yeah, it's sad. It's so sad. And Lorna's just like stuttering and Gambit's like, we should go now. You ready? And Lorna's like, ready? Because she has no idea what the fuck is going on and is being swept off her feet literally by Gambit. Yeah. And Gambit is like, to show me the most romantic view of the island, of course. And this is basically Gambit doing some recon. Yeah. Like, it's kind of obvious what's going on if you're not a 15-year-old who's deeply attracted to Gambit. Lorna can't see what's happening because Lorna's too young and like unexperienced and because maybe if Magneto let her out of the castle once in a while, she'd get some life experience. I know. I don't know. This is a real crash course in life experience for her this episode right. because it gets so tragic at the end. Well, I mean, it does, but at the same time, it's kind of brilliant what Gambit does here. I agree. So Gambit goes over to... This spot with Lorna, and it's got waterfalls. Mm-hmm. It's got a great view. And Gambit's like, wow, those are some really nice waterfalls, basically. And Lorna's like, yeah, those are our water distribution channels. They supply fresh water to the uh, entire island. She's like, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I love the falls. They're so powerful, but they're also so calm and peaceful. And Gambit's like, do you come here often? And she's like, every chance I get. My father doesn't like me leaving the palace, though. And Gambit is like, a cage is a cage, Cher, even if it do look like a palace. You should be free to enjoy every corner of this glorious sanctuary. Yeah. And then he just is casually like, so if this facility supply the water, where's the electricity come from? And Lorna's like, right over there. There's the electromagnetic <laughs> generators. And Gambit's like, and what about that tall building? That must be a spectacular view. And Lorna's like, not really. That's just the communications tower. And it's like, oh my God, Lorna, how are you not? 
not picking up on oh, him, like God. pointing because at specific like, things, being really like, socially awkward. if I were to destroy each of these things, would it completely take down all of Genosha? Okay, great. Good to know. Yeah, I know. This is like what Pietro was getting at that one time that he was very cattily being like, we wouldn't want Lorna to know anything about the real world. I mean, I agree with him there. Like, this is not yeah. a good way to raise your kid because it I makes know. it possible for Gambit to trick her into telling him everything about how the island works. Okay, but then Lorna goes over to Remy and just kisses him in the lips. And then Wanda sees this and she's like, time to fucking kill you. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus. Also, Gambit seems legit surprised that she does that because it's just his body language there. Well, I don't know why Gambit's surprised about this. I know. It's like, Gambit, you've been seducing her this whole time. Gambit, you know this was going to happen. Don't even play dumb. Well, luckily, Wanda does not kill him. She locks him in a cell, which I feel like it's Gambit. This is the secondary prison. This is the seriously bad prison, by the way. Okay, this is hilarious, by the way. Number one, Gambit would be able to get out if he wanted to because it's fucking Gambit. Number two, he starts talking to somebody in the next cell. We We never never know who who it is. is. Whoever the fuck it is, it does not matter. I assume it's Sauron because it's funny if it is. Okay, that would be really funny because, like, really, they decided not to animate that. They just animated, like, the cells with no... It was very animated anime where there's no animation happening it was just like a lawn shot of the cells yes and gambit's like talking to this guy and the guy's like oh you know you'll be down in here for any period of time depending on what the offense was and gambit's like well magneto's daughter kissed me and the dude's like oh well you're gonna be here forever then um <laughs> I thought it was a really funny bit, though. It was really funny. I just wish we knew who the fuck he was talking to. It's like, okay, thanks, random person. I know. I don't like that we don't know who it is because it's like a chance for a fun cameo from some other prisoner. It's like, why isn't it Sauron? Why not? Who cares? Why isn't it Sauron? I know. So then Lorna's pissed off. She storms into Wanda's room. Oh, her no, she, room. That's and she's right. pacing around. She's in her own room and Wanda shows up to Lorna's room and she's like, Lorna. And Lorna's like, where did you put him? And Wanda's like, please, Lorna, just let it go. And Lorna's like, he's in the cells, isn't he? And Wanda's like, how do you know about that? And it's like, how could she not know? And Lorna's like, I know a lot more than you think I do, which is like, this is Lorna finally rebelling and being like, you guys don't fucking tell me anything. Yeah. And you think, think I'm stupid? I'm not stupid. Yeah. Like, kind of nice. I, you know, I know that Gambit's using her, but I do like that this is this start of her being like, no, this is bullshit like what the fuck is happening i like this because wanda's like listen stay away from there do you hear me that guy can't be trusted and lorna goes says the girl who's in love with an x-man and wanda just stands there like damn i've been owned (laughs) (laughs) and lorna like storms away and she goes to the cells to visit her her would-be boyfriend gambit who is just playing with his cards throwing them at the cell bars not actually effectively breaking them but just having a good time i don't understand like are the rocks or like the stone of the cell also reinforced they must be I don't know. They have to be. I don't understand how he can't get out. But anyway, he can't get out. Can't he just turn into water like Senator Kelly and just like slip through the bars? I mean, if that were his powers, yeah, but that's not Gambit's powers. So no, (laughs) he can't just turn into water, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, damn. Anyway, so Lona does show up and she's like, if I let you out, will you take me with you? And Gambit's like, you want to leave Genosha? Alona's like, it's the only way we can be together. We've known each other for 16 hours, and I want to marry you. It's like the fucking Frozen situation all over again. It's sad. Yeah. And Gambit kind of looks around like, well, I guess this is my only option. And he's like, open the doors, and I'm yours. Yeah. And Lorna opens the doors, and she's like, I already know where your boat is. 
And Gambit's like, okay, well, go get your things and meet me there and kisses her hand and like runs off. I think it's funny that he like repeatedly is kissing her hand and stuff and like not yeah. kissing her. Alona's like trying to shove her tongue down his throat. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, I'm really busy suddenly. I gotta go. <laughs> I like gotta really go. Funny. <laughs> uh, I left a microwave on. Bye. Yeah. So then we see this shot of Gambit running to a bush outside and finding this metal briefcase that he apparently hid there and he opens it quickly and we see he's got a bomb in there yeah and so then we see him like putting placing a bunch of bombs in various spots well first we have a commercial break and oh, that's oh my bad to <laughs> yeah go ahead we're getting like a wendy's styled commercial except it's, but it's like wanda's <laughs> no it, <laughs> no well, it could be it could be wanda's because it's going to be serving Nightcrawler's sandwiches and it's gonna be like all the sandwiches that Kurt ate on X-Men Evolution oh hell yeah and it's like these long pans of them really close up the sandwich rap starts playing a la the Mutant Ages channel mm-hmm. just good stuff I like the idea it's like all of Kurt's giant sandwiches from that TV show Including the one that had, like, the hot dog in it that, like, slipped out when, like, Kitty yelled at him. Yeah. Was that a hot dog? I thought that was one of the things we were arguing about where I, like, I was saying it was a hot dog and you were like, no, it's a sub sandwich. And then listeners were, like, taking screenshots of the sandwich for us. (laughs) I don't... Honestly, I don't remember, but you could get all of Kurt's super stoner sandwiches because that's what they all were. And also mm-hmm. gut bombs because Boom Boom loves those. Yeah. All right. So then we come back. And speaking of Kurt, Kurt is the person who sees Gambit while he's well, he's bamfing around and he sees Gambit setting up all these bombs and he interrupts and he's like, huh. This was never about stealing Magneto's helmet. It's about crippling Genosha. And Gambit claps his hands and he's like, bravo, Nightcrawler, isn't it? Which this is funny that this is how they're meeting, just as an aside. Yeah. And Kurt is like, disarm the explosives, Gambit. There's too much at stake. And Gambit goes, really? But I like high stakes. I just love the writing of this scene. It's amazing and perfect. I also really like this fight scene where Gambit throws some cards at Kurt. Kurt teleports out of the way. And then Gambit just throws a bunch of cards up the air because he knows Kurt's going to teleport back. And so Gambit runs away. And when Kurt comes back, he gets blown up. Yes. So smart. Very smart. So smart. Very smart. And Gambit is already gone by the time Kurt teleports back. It's pretty perfect. Yeah. And Wanda's finding Gambit's cell. And she's like... Because <laughs> it's empty, and she's like, I know Lorna did this. And she goes to Lorna's bedroom, and Lorna's room is empty, and she's like, Fuck this. That's <laughs> great. I love annoyed Wanda, like running around in this episode, like, Why am I the only one being a parent? Where the fuck is my dad? Like, what is going on right now? Magneto really fucked this one up, honestly. He I did. don't know why he, like, Remy roam around the castle for as long as he did. I know. Anyway. Gambit goes down to the beach where the where Lorna has the boat and they hug and Gambit's like, perhaps you want to give this more thought because I really don't want a 15 year old hanging around with me right now. <laughs> yeah. And so Gambit gets on the boat first and he's like standing at the controls and Lorna's like picking up her suitcases on shore, like about to get on. Yeah. That's important is that Gambit is on the boat alone. Right. And and Lorna's like, I don't want to give it more thought. I'm just nervous. I've always lived on this island. I don't even know what the world is like out there. And Gambit says, I'm afraid, Sherry, it is a lot like me. And then he's just paddling away from shore, just leaving her there. And she's like, wait, what are you doing? And he's like, it's pretty sad. I know. Honestly. And he seems sad, too, because he's like, this is a hard lesson that I'm having to deliver you. He's like, I'm sorry, but I cannot take you with me. And she goes, why? What did I do? And he says, nothing, ma chère. I'm just not the man you think I am. And she goes, you're wrong. And she's like sobbing. Yeah. And 
Gambit goes, I wish I were. And then he reaches down and lifts up Magneto's helmet to show her that he stole it. And she's sobbing and being like, I don't understand. And Gambit like turns on the motor for the boat now that he's like paddled far enough away and is like, you will. It's so it's fucking sad sad. like really well written scene by the way i mean this is the scene that i remembered from this episode that i really liked because i was like this show does gambit really well i feel like all three shows did gambit really well he's great um i mean he's he's breaking her heart but he knows that and he's basically like i'm really sorry but like i just was here for a job and that's it also gambit's like listen the real world is terrible yeah like, in the real world, people do shit for money, and that's it. You want the life lesson? The life lesson is, like, people are going to fuck you over, which is really sad. Yeah. Uh, and Lorna's crying. Yeah. And then suddenly she screams, <laughs> and she pulls back the helmet from the boat. Yeah. And Gambit's like, of course. She got her daddy's powers. And then Lorna holds <laughs> again, the helmet through the engine of the boat. I love it. And Gambit it. goes... And her sister's temper. And I'm like, no, no, she also gets that from Magneto. I was thinking the exact same thing. Was I was like, <laughs> Magneto's temper, actually. But go on. So Lorna's using this metal helmet to fucking beat the shit out of Gambit's boat. And then she pulls the helmet back to herself and catches it. And then watches Gambit's boat just floating dead in the water with, like, no engine. So I guess he's going to have to paddle his way home. I don't know how Gambit gets home. I don't know what happens here. We never, we never see Gambit out. again on this show. This is how Gambit dies. He starves to death no, out in the it's water. It's like more like... Logan probably picks him up with a blackbird or something. Yeah, you're right. He absolutely does. But Magneto shows up and Lorna runs into his arms for a hug and she apologizes. And then suddenly the bombs are going off. Yes, all the bombs that Gambit set. And Magneto is like gasping in horror like, what the fuck is going on? And it's so sad. And like the communications tower blows up. Everything blows up. Um, Wanda elsewhere is like running away and Kurt saves her because she's like not managing to run away from an explosion in time. So he like bamps her to safety. And they have a little romantic, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Moment together. Yeah. And then Magneto walks over and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. And Wanda, like, moves away from Kurt quickly and is like, I'm fine, father. And Magneto's like, Lorna, join your sister in the palace. And Lorna's like, are you going after Remy? (laughs) (laughs) And Magneto puts on his helmet and he's like, no, it's the senator who will pay for this. Which I actually really liked that, that he was like... You know, Remy's a fellow mutant. He did this for money. I don't respect what he did. But, like, Senator Kelly's the person who's actually at fault here. Like, Magneto's very yeah. good at identifying power structures. He's going to the root of the yeah. problem here. I like that he does that. And then Kurt teleports into the blackboard with Luga, and he says that is going after Senator Kelly. And this is when Luga picks up the... Oh, this is what it is! <laughs> this is what it is! Ah! This is when Luga picks up the phone. He goes, Hank! Hank, are you there? Hank, come in! I was like, oh my god, throwback to X-Men the Animated Series when he was up in one degree. Gore, and he was like screaming the whole time into that like communicator being like Hank Hank I'm gonna describe this full scene to you and like meanwhile the phone's not even on and Hank's like why are you calling me yeah it was so funny to hear him calling Hank again I, I was know. so happy we were back to that it's and hilarious we go to Senator Kelly's office and Magneto teleports in with Blink, Blink. yeah and yeah. Magneto's like you insect and he throws Senator Kelly's desk aside he's like you dare attack my home my family and Senator Kelly's like no wait wait I didn't mean it and Kitty suddenly phases in with Rogue no lines no and lines it's so great because Rogue just runs up to Magneto touches his face he passes out and Senator Kelly goes thank goodness and then she silently turns around and touches him too and makes him pass out it's she's so like funny. shut the fuck up it's, it's great 
just like so good. And like Kitty and Rogue just zoop in and they're like, we're just going to knock everybody out instantly. Okay. There's been so much shit going on in this TV show between these two characters, between yep. Magneto and between Senator Kelly and Rogue and Kitty just ran in and managed to like, I don't know. They took them out instantly. And then in the next yeah. scene, it's like, why didn't you guys do this at the beginning of the show? Like literally, <laughs> what the hell? Well, I mean, the answer is that Rogue just came back to the X-Men. So I there's guess, that. But like, I just feel like this would have solved a lot of problems. Like what happens in the it next really scene is like, really? This was an option? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, why is this happening now? I know. Like, because what happens is that Magneto wakes up in the X-Mansion with Senator Kelly. Yeah. And Magneto's like, what the fuck is happening? And then he sees Xavier passed out in the Snow White box because Logan has brought them to the Snow White box room. And he's like, I didn't want to take you here ever. I swore I would never show you this. But now I guess I have to. And it's like... Why did you swear you'd never show him this? There's a good animation here where Magneto looks. He is very sad. Yes. He looks at Xavier. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, "Why have you brought me here?" Yeah. You know, it's like he actually does care about Charles, which I love that the show does. Well, also he is the person who already knew from the outside of the show that that Charles was passed out in a coma and hasn't awoken yet. So to him, it's not even a yeah. surprise. It's like, right. why, why was Logan like, I was never going to take you here. And Maggie was like, I already knew Xavier was in a coma because he was with me yeah. for most of the beginning of this show. In here. I know. Cause you guys didn't look for him yeah. anyway. Basically, Logan's like, you need to see this. I'll let Charles show you. And then Charles suddenly brings them the astral plane at a safe point. All of them, including Senator Kelly, which is like, what? Kelly's like, what are you doing to us? And Xavier's like, don't worry. You're quite safe. You can trust me. Your good friend, Charles Xavier. Eric, it's good to see you. And Magneto's like, Charles, how can this be? Are you conscious inside your body? He's like, I'm afraid not. The coma will last another 20 years. That's where I am right now in the future. And Kelly's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, why would Kelly believe this? He's like, what kind of ruse is this? But then for some reason, he believes the rest of everything that happens. Well, because Magneto's like, it's no ruse. This is why the X-Men have been so efficient they've had inside information and xavier's like information i now wish to share with the two of you the war you seek the outcome you envision behold your legacy and it's just the sentinels like stomping through hellfire and like everyone's dead yeah and it's like i don't know why again why kelly is like oh well this makes sense let's change everything <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, i mean i believe that and magneto would be like okay i don't know how this is working but like I kind of believe it because I know Xavier and his bullshit and how his powers work. So this at least makes sense to me. Kelly, for some reason, buys it. I don't know how. I think they're just running out of time. And they're like, we need to make Senator Kelly a good guy now. And we need to do a, like, two seconds flat. Here you go. Xavier's just going to delete his brain. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way it makes any sense. Because in the next scene after this, it's Kelly giving a speech on television to everyone being like, so I've been saying mutants are really bad for many years. And so we're on the brink of war, but I think war might be bad. And <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it might destroy the planet if we do a war. And he is basically just like, I've halted the Sentinel program. Like what? And everyone's like, wow. What? what? But meanwhile, Magneto is <laughs> like, blink. Bring me my son. And I was like, Why? what's happening? Why? Why is now Magneto's like, I feel kind of bad about Pietro now suddenly. It's like, really, dude? Like, now? No, he doesn't. He, I think he's still going to attack Senator Kelly. I think that's what's going to happen. Huh. 
Uh, maybe. Well, the next episode is Shades of Grey, which is a Jean Grey episode. So I'm like, really, I don't know that any of this is I gonna... don't know what's happening because there's like four episodes left on this TV show, right? I don't know. Let me look up. I'm looking I'm looking it up right now. I'm pulling up Disney+. Plus. Oh, there's a sexy picture of Gambit. This was there episode 22. Four, four so we episodes only have four left. left. Yeah. And they're all about Jean Grey. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> This is really tough. I mean, I said I was going to give this episode a five, and I am. I enjoyed it, but I also don't think it makes any sense at the same time. I mean, that's why I'm getting a four out of five, because I feel like it doesn't... Like, I love all the bits with Gambit, and I love that Gambit is written so well on this show, and he is a lot of fun, and I like what he does with Lorna, unfortunately for Lorna, but it checks out for Gambit. It's a smart play. It's really fun to watch it go down, but all the shit at the end with Senator Kelly just suddenly being a good guy makes zero fucking sense to me, considering how evil he's been on this show. And also how much he mistrusts mutants. Like, why would he trust anything that he's being shown here? Right. And not just be like, this is a trick. I'm going to make the Sentinels and destroy all of you still. It's like, what? why wouldn't he just keep doing that? I just, I don't believe that. And if it was this easy to get rid of the Sentinels... Why didn't we do this to begin with? Because they could have kidnapped Senator Kelly at any time, surely. Right, right. Even without Rogue. Like, I don't know, get Storm to do it. I don't know. Like, there's other ways to get it. Well, let Storm do anything on this show at all. Like, I don't know. It's just absurd, honestly. Get Emma Frost to knock him out. Like, why not? Okay, if there was a season two of this show, I would like to see Rogue and Magneto team up because it's supposed to be Age of Apocalypse, right? Right, right, right. And that would be fun to see. Yeah. But this show... (sighs) <sighs> the, I don't know I don't know where it's going because the, the next four episodes are dedicated to Jean Grey becoming the Phoenix well we already know where it's going it's getting cancelled but yes <laughs> the next four episodes um, I mean it's it's not a bad show I will say that it's just very disconnected in a lot of ways that makes it very challenging to understand how it's all happening like the stakes are just like so high and then just suddenly like deleted usually that's how it goes yeah i mean it is kind of annoying and confusing that we watched master mold get destroyed in the previous episode and then now in this episode it's, it's like- also annoying and confusing that we have to getting distracted by logan being like hold on i have to go to the japanese embassy to see my old ex-wife or whatever yeah. it's like that kind of shit Ugh, it's i don't know it's all over the place i you know i'm sure we will enjoy all the stuff with the jean gray and the phoenix because we love that shit yeah and also the next episode is called Shades of Grey. How are we not going to enjoy that? That sounds hilarious. I'm ready for some stupid BDSM stuff. I like how that they just said, went ahead and said that. They're like, yeah, this is Fifty Shades of Grey with Jean Grey. Except that it's also before Fifty Shades of Grey, so it's not actually a parody of that. That would be great. That's but true. It's not. That's true. Oh, boy. Well, here we are at the end of our show. There's no character spotlights. I don't Wait think... a minute. We got to talk about who's gay. Hello. That's true. Although the character spotlights, I think there's still two left for the season because we're going to introduce like a, more characters. What? Still. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm not even kidding. We're introducing Celine. She becomes a character in like the last three episodes and the Cuckoos. Oh, right. I, I do remember the Cuckoos are on this because I remember them from some of the episode recaps. Honestly, we can we can wait on the Cuckoos because they actually have an arc on the Gifted. Oh, yeah. No, I knew they were on the Gifted as well. So that makes sense. We can just wait for that. Right, right. Okay, cool. Anyway, um, who's gay? The X
nobody i feel like nobody's actually really gay in this episode there's not even like gay i'm gonna go xavier and magneto because i feel like their moment at the end is very romantic well, sure. especially where magneto is looking at the snow white box and looks legitimately really upset also because magneto lets down his hair for xavier when they're doing <laughs> uh tangled it's like a yeah. fun little role play they're into yeah i mean logan and kurt always feel like exes to me and logan like being so weird with kurt the entire episode is like kind of funny and I kind of feel like Gambit is flirting with everyone, but there's so little of Magneto overall in the episode that that doesn't really fully work. I mean, we told a lot of jokes about it, but it's not really there, you know? Yeah. And there's not a lot of uh, subtext here or um, queer coding, I feel like. I feel like it's just pretty straightforward in terms of what it's doing. I mean, Gambit's queer in the sense that he was flirting with the guys that were punching him. And yeah, then... he flirts with everybody. It's Gambit. But like, I mean, it's Gambit. He's like, obviously bisexual. Like, that's mm-hmm. his whole jam. He will flirt with whoever he needs to flirt with in order to steal whatever he needs to steal. I mean, he flirted with like Seamus and Senyaka and Magneto and then Polaris. Yeah, and he was like, how, how am I going to make this work? It, it, who's it, who's attracted to me here? Okay, this 15 year old. Uh, I guess I'll work with that. It's like, he just yeah. does whatever he needs to do to get it to work. Gambit's like, I can make it work anytime if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So that's who's gay. Um, yeah. Time for plugs, I guess. Uh, we've done it Pluggy's again. Pluggy's not here because the windows are shut. So everybody take a sigh of relief. Yeah, it's getting cold out. That doesn't stop him from coming over, you know? No, I know. He finds his way in. Under the door. He does. He does. <laughs> through the keyhole. Uh, yeah, he turns into water and he can like slip through the cracks. Yep. Yep. So mutantages.com. It's a website where you can find links to everything, like the Discord that we were talking about earlier, where my sister made a spreadsheet of all the episodes you should and shouldn't watch. Uh, you can find all kinds of other links there, like uh, ways to contact us. We've got an email address, themutantages at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. we got a voicemail inbox, 1508-319-1668. You can leave us messages, and we play them on our listener feedback episodes. And we have a P.O. box which is P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. We open up all that mail on our YouTube channel, which we'll talk about in a bit, but also we have every single social media, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram, Tumblr, you name it, we're the mutant ages on it. And I am at Mitty Myers on all those platforms. How about you? I am Brian Pagella on Twitter and Twitch and Ryan Dapagella on Instagram. Just search my name, you can find me. And I have a YouTube channel, we're getting ready, geared up to go to Disney World. So if you want to come see us, go be Kingdom Hearts for a week. And by <laughs> us, I mean Katie and I, because Maddie's not coming on this journey. No. Unfortunately, I wish you were because I really miss it when I go to Disney and there's not <laughs> and Maddie we there. We talked about like, our Kingdom Hearts names the entire oh time. Okay, every single time Katie was like, "Can you guys not talk about Kingdom Hearts for two seconds? And we were we like, just ignored that completely. We were like, "I didn't did. hear that, Poor and Katie. I don't acknowledge that." <laughs> but that will be that will be coming that up on my YouTube channel. But more importantly, hop on over to the Mutant Ages YouTube channel so you can see all sorts of other content that we make, like playing through all the video games, and also we do mashups of our voices over the actual animations of the cartoons the x-men cartoons you can see our old high school films we made demon and d2 which is relevant it's rouge's birthday today as we're recording it legit happy mm-hmm. birthday steph yeah happy birthday steph steph can't hear this and i know she i don't know if she'll ever listen to this i she's like i already listened to you two enough as it is yeah that's honestly valid uh, and then returning at some point in november is that we're gonna go back to reading the unproduced x-men movie screenplays which we were doing over the winter last year yeah which was fun it is a good way to spend the winter for sure it's more challenging for us to do it during the summertime because we're 
especially me. I'm very busy during that time. But during the winter, I'm like, please, for the love of God, I need to see people. So we'll we'll be back and we'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. Uh, so we also have a bunch of ways that you can support the show with your hard-earned cash. And uh, we've got a store where you can have Bishop popping out of the bushes saying time travel is real on a t-shirt or a mug or a mask or a tote bag. And we also have the Mutant Ages logo on those things. And we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash the Mutant Ages. We do bonus episodes over there. We're about to record a She-Hulk episode with Todd. We all watched all of it and I loved it. And I'm excited to hear the best. what Todd thinks. And we have some other uh, bonus episodes. We did a bonus episode with Todd about the Hawkeye TV show, for example. And we also have me and Ryan doing bonus episodes about like the Catwoman movie and all kinds of other random shit. Oh my shit. God. That's like one of my favorite Patreon episodes it's, that we did. Cause like Maddie cannot stop singing the music in that movie, which I is bad. It. It's the music so bad of that movie. And not enough people talk <laughs> about that. That movie's music, how bad the music is anyway. And not enough people are talking about that movie period. And they should be. I agree. I agree. They should be. Um, so check out that Patreon, get those bonus apps in your ear holes and, the highest tier Patreon supporters get a shout out on the show. That's right, Ms. Me. Shout out to Samuel B, Sean B, and Zach S. Thank you for being our top tier Patreon supporters, Ms. Me. Don't You're trust all him. So sexy. <laughs> now, tell me where all your bank account information. Send that on over to me. No reason. I just, <laughs> just is it romantic fun. to send me your bank accounts? Let's get a joint account. Send me all your money. <laughs> Oh, Gambit is so, so charming. How could you resist? He charms your pants right off and your money right out of their pockets. Yeah, so if Gambit has stolen all of your money and you can't give any of it to us, we understand it happens to the best of us. Mm. But please, please leave us a review. Leave us a review on whatever uh, podcast platform you use to listen to us if it allows for that kind of thing. Or share the show on your personal social media or with your friends and tell them that you like it because that is really the only way people find podcasts. I mean, there's not really another good way to advertise it other than just word of mouth. That's like the main main way to do it. Uh, And yeah, that's it. That's it. Next week, we're watching Shades of Grey. 50 Shades of Jean Grey. 50 (laughs) Shades of Jean Jacket Grey. (laughs) Wow. Yep. Yep. No corrections to that. Yeah, is that what I was that was making, supposed to be? I was oh, making whip whoosh. sounds. I was making okay. whip it good sounds. Um, see you next do, time. Do, 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 do. See you next time. The